Okay, Bus Bench Babes, we are going to chat all about Instagram today and how to really take it to the next level and make it successful in your business. We're going to talk about how to build relationships through it, how to really make it serve your clients, why you should not boycott it, and how to really get in that good mindset instead of that negative mindset with posting. Let's dive in. You're listening to the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast where we invite you to check your ego at the app, grab a cup of coffee, and get ready to dive into all things real estate marketing, social media, friendship, hardship, love, money mindset, and all the things that celebrate you as a badass boss babe. We're here to encourage you, show up for you, give you a loving kick in the pants when you need it most, and be your soft place to land on the hardest of days. So pull up a seat at our table and get ready to be inspired and start living your best life by design. Welcome to the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast. We are so excited you're here. Okay, girls, let's dive in. Here we are chat and Instagram again because it's it's such a powerful tool. So we've chatted about Instagram quite a bit in our first two episodes and I did the Instagram sort of like hash out like the five tips to get started. But today we're going to really do a deeper dive in and how to make it work for your business and share some tips and tricks that we've done specifically on Instagram that have really made the BPR team and best personal brand soar. So we're really excited to do this. I I was a I was a little bit of a naysayer, right? Yeah. I think you had almost like shoved me off the ledge, but now that we are really deep into Instagram, I'm so thankful that we really are utilizing this platform in a much better, more strategic way, and it's been awesome. It's been such an awesome way to connect with people and meet people and build relationships. I'm loving it. So I'm glad we're having this. I'm glad we're doing this chat today. Yeah, and and it's free. It is free. So like <laughs> that's the okay, best part of it. That, I mean, honestly, of course you can do ads. Like I get that. And we can dive into those in another show. But like Instagram is free. It's this amazing tool that we have. And if we're using it correctly and we're enjoying using it, then it can truly do amazing things for our businesses. So let's dive into some some things here and let's start with the relationship building. So with Instagram, okay, a lot, you know, back in the day, it was like pretty coffee photos and pretty landscapes. And sure, it's still that. And sure, some people just post that. And yes, they have their purpose. However, the the biggest tool that I think you can use Instagram for is relationship building, which that's the foundation of a business's success, really. So we that was really when we saw the shift in best business is when we really started to foster and build those relationships. So we do that on a regular basis on Instagram. And that's our goal. When we open that app, that's our goal. And honestly, it should be your goal too. Like communicating with your friends, your family, your clients, however, whoever you're serving and really communicating with them and showing who you are and showing up for them and building an authentic relationship is, is key. That's where you're going to get those long lasting clients. And that's where you're going to really see your business evolve. Yeah, we actually had like the whole thing that you just kept saying was relationships. Like, how do you make relationships and turn it into sales? Yes. I had a gal from that I met in Rotary and she and I had become friends and her boss reached out to me 
And I said, oh, hey, how did you get my information? She's like, oh, from so-and-so at work and so-and-so that I work with. And she said, I've been following your Instagram page for a while. Like, I had never even met her. And she already felt like she knew me. And she said, my mom needs to buy a place and I'm going to help her do that. And so the first time I met them, they were just talking about, they're like, oh, we, you know, we feel like we know you. We can't wait to come to like a cocktail party at your house. I love She's this. like, I've shown my mom all this stuff on your Instagram page. And I was like, oh my gosh, I kind of feel like a celebrity right now. She knew so much about <laughs> me. And I, you know, it was just, it was like that perfect icebreaker. Okay, so I am so glad that you just said that. Exactly, icebreaker. So here's the deal, and I talked about this a little bit last time, but I'm going to dive into this more here. Instagram is the icebreaker, right? So it is the handshake. It's the high five. It's the introducing your friend at a party, that initial like, hey, this is me sort of thing. And it's where you can start to build that like, know, and trust factor. And so that's literally what like Beth just described right there happened. And so it's not, you know, selling to them right away. And in fact, I'm going to say this again, like I really don't recommend selling on social media in general, especially on Instagram. Let this be that introductory place where, hey, come as you are, like let's get together, like a casual invite, share who you are and ask others to engage with you. So that's really how we can use this tool. And that's what we've been doing. And that's where you're really going to see those results. Yeah. Yeah. I had another um, girlfriend I, I think she must have shared my Instagram page with another gal um, who's kind of going through some big life transitions. And she reached out to me and said that she's been following my page religiously. And it was so crazy. Like we, I, we, I met with her and I felt like she and I have been friends for a long time. And the common connection we made, um, I don't know, it just, it didn't seem like there was any of that. So what do you do? And, you yeah. know, like I didn't have to do any of that on my part. She knew pretty much everything about me that I could just dig into getting to know her better. And it was so it just felt really, really natural. Yeah. You know, it gives you that extra time. So especially with being in COVID for so long, like we're just, you know, getting near nearing the end of it. Vaccines are coming out like we're, we're starting to get be able to get together more and more and more. We're missing that in-person connection. So, so especially much. <laughs> over this last year plus, right? Like being able to connect and feel like you're getting to know someone, feel like you're at their house having happy hour, like feel feel like you're actually surrounded by your gal pals, you know, just by like yeah. popping on an app. There's so much beauty in Instagram. And I truly think it gets such a bad rap. But when you're using it in a really healthy way and you're setting good boundaries, it's incredible. Absolutely. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit more about like how we, you know, let's talk money. Like how do we generate profits from Instagram? I know, like I just said, I don't want you to go on there and sell. Like avoid trying, like avoid trying to like actually sell something on Instagram. Instead, educate. So if you listen to my episode, my first solo episode where I dove into five things you can do today on Instagram to really like take it to the next level, um, I talk about just don't sell. Like give, you know, what tips and tricks do you have that you can share with your clients? Are you an expert in one area? Do you, do you, you, can you walk into a home and instantly know like this home, if you just did these couple things, it would be exactly what you want and like save them money. Like what area can you, do do you know how to navigate this hot market? Like no one else, right? How can you serve your clients in a different way and share that with them? So that's like really where we're selling 
on Instagram. And it's not a sales pitch. It's literally educating them about the business, about what you're doing. And once you've built that know, like, and trust factor, they trust you. They want you for you. And when they want you for you, you have won. You have truly won. You no longer have to compete with eight other agents. You And, and I'm not saying never, right? Like, of course, those situations still arise. And of course, you're still going to be interviewed for different things. However, you have eliminated so much of that work by just building that relationship on Instagram. Well, even if you were competing against three other agents instead of eight, wouldn't you be winning? Right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So like really saving you time and like putting an effort, putting an effort here and being strategic with it. And if you're a new agent or you've been doing this for a while or you're trying to balance like full-time job with this and you just don't have the funds to like send out those postcards or Lord, I mean, putting your face on a bus bench, putting your face on a bus bench, (laughs) like that kind of thing. You don't have to like you. You can actually go on here for free and start like today, which is so cool. It's amazing. So when we talk about profits like from Instagram, sure, Beth has people contact her directly from Instagram, you know, and then they work with her. The team does like that does happen. But this is really that, again, like that initial interaction, like showcasing them who you are. So once they actually do meet with you, they already know they want to work with you. And this this reminds me, uh, again, of like shooting weddings best. So like I, nine times out of 10, if, if I went to meet with a couple, I would book the wedding. Like I just knew I would book the wedding. And it's because they... They knew before they even sat down with me that they wanted to work with me. There is no reason in real estate that that can't exist too. Right. I mean, and it's the same. It's a huge chunk of money. Weddings costing them between five and $8,000, right? So we're talking about a good chunk of money. We're not talking about something like a smaller business where you're only spending 20 bucks or 50 bucks. Like, yeah. It's the same. A, real, a realtor is a really big deal and a home purchase, there's a lot of emotion. So when I talk about shooting weddings before and like what that business looked like for me, there's so many similarities because there's so much emotion there and really honestly like that's how I did it you build a relationship beforehand and and there you go it's a shoe in and yep. they truly want to work with you you truly want to work with them you find your people and find that's, your tribe we keep talking about that build yeah. a longer table pull up more seats yes 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 so if you have started implementing those strategies in the episode with the five tips in it Uh, I like we want to hear from you. We want to hear where you're at and like where that has gone for you because I am sure you are starting to see results if you did start implementing them. Yeah. 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 I was a successful agent before. Um, I was super proud of my business. I was proud of my numbers, but I was not using Instagram to its fullest. I really was focusing on just having a pretty grid and I was very haphazardly posting on it. They didn't even realize how random it was until you and I sat down and really... Um, started working together and creating a strategy yes. and had it like it needs to be strategic. Like with anything in small business, mm-hmm. you, if it's just left to the wind, it's not going to happen. Um, I was getting the likes, but I really wasn't getting profit from it. So it was just so interesting to see once a, we got a plan in place, how that all shifted. You know, and, and like you had mentioned, being really strategic with it. So if you're going to put your time there, like likes, likes, okay, some people might not agree with me, but I'm just going to say it how it is. Likes mean nothing <laughs> if they're not generating profits. Followers mean nothing if they're not generating profits. Like th- there's absolutely no reason to get a like if 
it's just going to feed your ego. It's, it's just going to feed your ego. Yep. A pretty good is great. Like obviously, you know, your branding and your visual identity that comes into your into play on Instagram is, is a big deal as well. However, the content that you're putting out there and the actual human connection behind that is so much bigger. So it's just one of those things where it's really easy to post our highlight reel, which um raising my hand right now. I have done that and don't do it anymore. I am so sick of seeing that. Like, I think I'm not alone when I say this. Like, I am so over these highlight reels. They have, they make you feel not good enough. You know, this comparison game. Where is your messy middle? Where's your beginning? Like where, like where are you like boots on the ground, like doing the work? That's what I want to see. That's how I'm going to relate to you. So like you just showcasing those really beautiful vacation photos or whatever you're doing. It's not, it's just not real life, right? It's just right. absolutely not real life. So they do have a place on there. Um, and you know, if you are just posting those, what are your captions like? Right. Are your captions engaging? Are they hitting your audience? Uh, and once you really start doing that is when that shift happens for you. So once you have your categories and you're cycling them through, you've like identified your audience and you're communicating and you're starting to see like engagement boosting up. Awesome. So the key to keep it going is stay consistent. And that's really, really hard in the beginning consistency because you you get busy or you like don't know what to say. It was uh, really hard when we started my page and you're like, you didn't post this morning. I'm like, oh my God, I'm having stage fright. Or I don't know what to say or it's just too emotional. And you're like, Beth, do it. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. This is this is my thing now, Beth. I'm like, just execute. <laughs> uh, just, just, just do it. You don't have to have it perfect. It doesn't have to be, um, it doesn't have to be so perfect. And there is... Outside of some really awful things, there are so few things that you're not going to be able to come back from on on social media. Like your grid, nine nine photos later, no one even remembers what you did. So just like <laughs> don't stress, don't stress. I mean, they could scroll back. You might get some people, but really honestly, like don't stress about it. Post like if it feels good to you, post like if you know it's serving your clients, share it. Share it because it resonates with them and because you're helping them with something you know, more than just sharing it because it feels good to you. And that's another thing that's so, so important when we're on there. Really using it as a space to not, you know, I did this today or I, you know, I'm doing this is more empower someone. Give them like a reason to want to continue to follow you and want to continue to like feel good when they're on your page because there's a, there are so many pages that don't make us feel good. Mm-hmm. Um, Next thing to sort of really, really, uh, boost your success with Instagram. So after you're consistent and we can chat more, I can chat a little bit now, there are apps that you can use that will automate for you. So you can either have them completely automate where it posts for you, or you can sort of like set it up in there and still post yourself. These apps are great. Plan and Planoly are two that we use and we really like. Um, They can really make your Instagram posting so much easier they're game changers (laughs) so if you're if you're a realtor working on your own like these are great if you're you're operating a team even better you can be posting on both with these apps so you can strategically go in get your posts ready plug in your hashtags and set when your best time when you're going to get the most engagement just by like these apps are going to tell you the analytics are really pretty good in them so this has been a game changer for us. We've been using them, I think, since almost the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and it makes it so much easier. So myself as the creative director, I can go in there and, you know, make sure posts are all ready to go that Beth has written and we can make sure that they're planned and ready, ready to go. And same for the bus bench trades for and the podcast. we're batching work. We're batching work. Which yeah. takes a while to get used to. We're not, yes. I'm not going to lie. That was not easy to begin with. No. But nobody's creative all day, every day. So you got to, you got to work when you're actually in a creative mojo. Yes. To yes. make it feel good and authentic and like you. Yeah, so like if you don't have the strategy in place, you're going to go in and you're going to haphazardly just kind of post something or you're you're just going to miss the mark. Or so, like me, I'm going to say, I don't feel creative today, so I'm not going to post anything. Yeah, or you're just... Which is, then that really starts screwing up the algorithms according to what you've told me. <laughs> yeah, so like keeping those... Al- <laughs> we'll dive into algorithm a little bit more here, but um, I know there's so much. But really, honestly, like staying consistent... Uh, use these apps. They're they're so, so, so helpful. And um, it, they'll encourage you to stay consistent. So like, honestly, if you know you have two hours on a Saturday night, right? Or you have an hour on Wednesday mornings. Okay, sit down, like plug out your social media for the week your, or your Instagram for the week. And, you know, write your captions, what feels really good to you, and then get them ready for posting. Sure, like some stuff you, you can't do and in advance. Some of it needs to be done in the now. However, you still know and you still have your strategy in place that you know when that needs to get posted as well. So it's just like totally game changing to to use these apps and they really make it so user friendly. So you really honestly don't have an excuse at that point because we can all it's true. We can all carve out a half hour, an hour out of our weeks for Instagram and you might be thinking, well, why do I want to? And the reality is it's you are missing out on so much. You're missing out on so much connection. You're missing out on so much growth in your business and in your brand if you're not using this platform. So that's just it's just the way it is. Christy, that jumps us right into our next topic. You're always <laughs> telling people like, don't boycott it. Yeah, so let's back up for just one second. I want to touch on hashtags just a little bit because I think that there are so many things about Instagram that feel really technical and overwhelming. Like Beth, when we first started, you were like glossed over, right? Like, are you kidding me with all this stuff? I literally can hardly post every day, let alone like hashtags. Yeah. Like, what do you want me to do? Hashtag? Hashtag living my best life. Hashtag realtor in Minnesota. Like I don't even know what you're talking about right now. Yeah. So I actually think hashtags would be a great hashtags and algorithm. Maybe would be a really great episode to dive into both so. of those more. There's so much but to it. Let me kind of give you a little like nutshell here, so you can get started uh, with hashtags. We didn't really talk about it on the last episode. So hashtags here. So when you are choosing hashtags, now I see. So many. Okay. So first of all, Instagram, if you post a picture and you post a picture of a pretty house and you hashtag like, I don't know, loving, like loving my life, or you post a picture of a beach and you start hashtagging realtor in Minnesota, or I love being a real estate agent or realtor lifestyle, that kind of thing. <laughs> you, your hashtags have to align with your your photos. If your hashtags don't align with your photos, Instagram is not going to be happy, right? So you really need to make sure your hashtags make sense for the photo being posted, number one, um, or you will be penalized eventually for it. Uh, number two, your hashtags need to be relevant for who you are trying to communicate with, right? So if you are a realtor, let's just say you're a realtor in Wisconsin, and you want to serve the Hudson area. How about that, right? 
So you aren't going to hashtag like hashtag YOLO, hashtag living my best life, hashtag, you know, you're just not going to be using these hashtags when you're talking about like a client experience on Instagram. You're going to be, you know, hashtagging Wisconsin Realtor, Hudson Realtor, like use very specific hashtags for what your clients are actually going to be searching for. So some hashtags are going to get us a lot of likes, like um, people were using Merry Christmas, like who are you trying to reach? And and like the reality is if you're not speaking directly to your clients with these hashtags and trying to find these people, there, there's no point to post them because then you're just gathering likes for likes. So say you have, I don't know, say you have a dog that's really awesome and super cute and you're just hashtagging like, for instance, let's do Bailey the Basenji, right? Yeah. Say we're just hashtagging, I love Basenjis, ba- like Basenji. Uh, Basinjis are the best. And like, meanwhile, Beth is <laughs> trying to sell real estate. You know, it just doesn't really make sense for you. And and there's like a gray area there where like, sure, sometimes that makes sense. Like sometimes we'll post a picture of Bailey, the Basinji. Yes. And we will use Basinji hashtags specifically for that. But overall, use your hashtags that are actually going to be what people are searching for you, like how they're searching for you. Um, And so a really, I know I'm diving into this like really pretty far here and this might feel super overwhelming, but um, really get down to the basics. And when you are searching for what hashtags to use, a really good idea is to go see what other people are using. Who else do you admire? Who else is doing what you're doing? Who is reaching the clients that you want to reach? Who's living the life that you want to live? Who has a successful Instagram page? Go see what hashtags they're using mm-hmm. and use them. This is probably the number one way that people find hashtags. So you might think that you're stealing something, but most likely that's how they found those two. Okay? Very rarely do we start our own hashtag and it becomes like this explosion and oh my gosh, we own this hashtag. No, use the hashtag that makes sense and then people will follow you. Uh, another thing with hashtags is, you know, there is this rule of thumb that, or there's this idea that you should use a certain amount of hashtags, like six to 11 one year. And then another source will say, use use 12. And another source will say, use all 30. Okay, I'm going to tell it to you right now. And you can play around with this. First thing, play around with how many you use. Second thing, if use, like, you can use at least 30. So if you want to use 30, use 30. Like there are no rules to hashtags, like except for you can't use more than 30. So if you're using hashtags that are relevant to what you're posting, you may you may use up to 30. If you're just trying to fill in dead space, don't use all 30. Make it very specific to who you are targeting. So that's that's my that's my deep dive. Little deep dive without getting too deep into hashtags. And honestly, I really think we should we should do a deep dive into this on another show. For sure. So we don't There's like- so much like that I don't even, you know, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm learning it because you're telling it to me regularly, but it's so shocking to me. You know, I mean, we got you and I got asked to be interviewed by the Sun Sailor, our a local newspaper here. Yeah. Um, For the podcast. Yep. The week that the podcast launched. It's like two days later. Yeah. Yeah. So I said, hey, how did you find us? And she said, through your hashtags. Yeah. I'm like, okay, Christy, this works. (laughs) I swear Christy's like, okay, Lydia, I'm going to be sending you a referral check. Uh, The gal that interviewed us. It was like, we couldn't have even timed that better if we tried. 
Yeah, so they they really when you use them strategically and you use the correct hashtags, uh you they are, they do work and you you do find the right people and like play around with them, see what works for you, see where your traffic's coming in from, see if you're hitting the right clients. Again, you if you are a realtor and you don't like you're trying to sell houses, um and yes, you want to showcase multiple areas of your life. That is very important. Every single post shouldn't have hashtags about like I don't know, your cat or like how much you love getting manicures or like living your best life. Like that's not how you're going to find those people. No. So they have a place. Just use them strategically. One more thing, even though I said I was done with hashtags. One more thing. <laughs> you can't just, really. You just can't help yourself. I know. You? You're like a hashtag queen. So use hashtags when you go and you search on Instagram is another great way to find hashtags, right? So go ahead and throw realtor into the into the hashtag search and you will see like realtor, realtor lifestyle, realtor, realtor everything you can possibly think of, right? Yes. Um, see how many hashtags are currently being used. So you'll see the number on the side. If it's over a million, you can, you are a, a tiny, like just the tiniest fish in a big pond. Okay, so you may you can use that hashtag, but you're most likely not going to get seen. Or if you are going to use that hashtag, put it actually in your post. That that's that's kind of an important thing too. But really, honestly, those are so used, and by the time you hit the explorer search, you're like you're gone. Okay, so like look for hashtags that have all different. Like when you're really trying to get specific, all different like numbers by them. So some that are a hundred in the hundred thousand, some that are, you know, maybe a thousand if it's really specific to your area. Like for us, Excelsior Realtor, that's not a big hashtag if you search for it. Uh, or, you know, you think of like Minneapolis Real Estate, maybe that has 20,000, I don't know off the top of my head, like maybe that has 20,000. That's a great place to be as well. So really play around with the, the different numbers and, and where you want to get seen and have a variety of those in your posts. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm really done with hashtags for now. <laughs> we can move on. If you just like you you listen to that and you're like, why is she still talking? Like you you can listen listen you're again. You're like I'm glazed over. I, no, I get I mean, it. Hashtags are so important. They are. So if it's not your if it's not your thing, hire someone. Leverage leverage what you have to find and hire the person that actually specializes in it. This was not my area of expertise. That's why I have a creative director now on our team. Yes. Because I knew that it was outside of my wheelhouse and I wanted to grow the business. So I had to bring in a professional that really knew this inside and out. And and honestly, Beth, yeah, that is how we took your business to the next level really, really quickly. But yes. if you're starting out and you're willing to put in the time and the work, you can do it. Start researching. And just start yeah. researching and start doing it. And I'm not saying spend like 10 hours a week on Instagram. Like that's not, that's not time well spent. Not That's not money well spent. Like if you have an hour, okay, sit down, write a couple posts or think of ideas on what you want to post, pull a couple photos together, like get your grid, you know, what you're going to post in your grid and search your hashtags. Um, Okay, one more thing about hashtags. <laughs> I'm really sorry. <laughs> Uh, don't use the same hashtags every single post. Instagram will flag you. You'll get blacklisted and you'll have to take a break. That's all I'm going to say on that. Switch up your hashtags with every post. Cycle through them. I think we them. do need a hashtag show. We do. We're going to do the hashtag show. I just don't want someone to like all of a sudden go start using like Minnesota Realtor and everyone and like all the same. And then they're like, why did I get blacklisted? Like I can't even be seen. Yeah. Christy, no. like what are you doing? So 
you can like box. have have several hashtag sets that you're kind of cycling through uh and just make sure it's not the same all the time. yes that's all that's all. okay really really <laughs> done with this now back onto the show <laughs> well so what what happens when you're you know like you've been a realtor doesn't matter you're a young realtor a seasoned realtor and you're like no i i don't want to use instagram it's not my thing i don't want to do it what what like what do you say to that that girl i say honey i know i know i see you uh you need to use it you just need to use it. You need to figure it out. You need to make it happen. So I, I would say to you, like, I understand it feels overwhelming. I understand, like, you're busy juggling a million things, kids, marriage, two businesses, whatever whatever you have going on or, or really successful. Or here's an idea here. Okay. Sidebar here. So say you're running a super successful real estate business, right? And or you have a team that's really, really successful. This still applies to you. Like, where could you be if you were using Instagram? That's my question. Like, where could you be, right? If you How many teams are not utilizing this free tool that's literally just sitting there begging to be used? And and they may be utilizing it it, but not in like the correct way, right? So not that there's like the perfect way or you have to do it this certain way, but just repurposing the same content from what's what are those sites, Beth? Like those websites you go on and you get all this like awesome real estate content to share with your clients. I don't. I mean, well, you guys yeah. know what they are. Yeah, like, I don't know what they're called, but it's just it's companies that just regurgitate information. Regurgitate information, and then you're just literally sharing the same thing that another realtor is sharing, and then another one, and you're all in the same area. Yeah. Your pages all look the same. There's no reason for me to want to work with you over, you know, Amanda who works in the next town. Like, there is absolutely no reason. <laughs> Amanda. Well, like, there's no reason. Right. You've given you me no reason. You haven't differentiated yourself. You haven't differentiated yourself. So, like, it's just that part is, like, so, so, so confusing for me. So I would say to you, if you don't want to get on this app or you're really hesitant or you've been fighting it or you think it's going to go away, I would say to you, I'm sorry, but you're wrong. Um, and I understand. And you need to start using it. Start using it. If you have a team already and you have the the means to do so, hire a social media expert. Hire a creative director. Get them on board and get this going. Uh, if you don't, start implementing this yourself. You absolutely can do this yourself. You don't need to have a bunch of money to do it. That is the beauty of Instagram is it is free. You can serve people in such a cool way and you can start today. I would also say think of Instagram as a tool, an incredibly effective tool that you can really miss the mark with if you don't have a strategic plan. Mm-hmm. And by strategic, I don't mean complicated. I mean showing up as you are, sharing who you are as a human and business businesswoman and actually owning it, like truly owning who you are. So instead of fearing the app, like honestly, you can celebrate the app. This sounds so cheesy. Beth is going to be like, what are you doing here with this? But really, honestly, you would you rather be chasing cold online leads, spending Friday nights door knocking, you know, begging your friends to like, tell your friend to call me. Oh my gosh, they're going to buy They're going to buy or sell. Tell them to call me. Uh, or would you rather place emphasis and time into building strong foundation on your social media platforms that in return build long-lasting relationships with your clients, your family, your friends, long ongoing that will last a lifetime. It just seems like a no-brainer to me. <laughs> it does. And now that we've been doing it, Beth, like you are seeing the results with it. Yeah. It's not 
It's not something that you implement today and you can see results. You could. You, you could you implement could, you and see well results could. tomorrow, but that's probably not going to be how it goes. But but with that, like the connection, you could make a connection today that could turn results relatively Absolutely. quickly. Absolutely. But that connection you're going to continue to like foster. Like where does that take you, right? Like where does that take your business? Well, you know, in my mind, my whole goal, we've said it all the time, it's the mission of the BPR experience is to build clients for life and clients mm-hmm. that turn into friends. Clients that become friends is like the ultimate thing. So if I can do that with sharing in, on social media and helping educate, but really mostly just building that connection, why would I not? Why would I not? I I have no idea. That <laughs> That is my answer for you. I have no idea. So actually, let's chat a little bit about this, Beth. So, okay, I actually do, do have an answer for that. And let's chat a little bit about the negative mindset around social media, around Instagram, and how that affects us as women, as business women, and how that like basically makes us not show up, right? Yeah. So, you know, we think, um, how many times have you opened the app, or if you're not on it, like maybe Facebook, like pick any social media app. How many times have you opened it and saw like that perfect picture of your friend or their family and instantly kind of felt that icky inside, not good enough imposter syndrome? Um, like almost every day, like raising your hand, right? <laughs> and so there is such a negative mindset a- around Instagram, especially. And I, you know, I've been there. I had it. I-, I didn't always, always love it. But the reality is, if we can remove that, if we can truly find like the purpose for us to be on that app, and we can stop giving two shits about what someone else thinks about us we can really start to serve people. And I touch on this really a lot more deeply in the the five strategies to, to kickstart your Instagram today. It was a couple episodes ago. But really, honestly, your friends, your family, if they're not liking your photos, who cares? Like, who cares? You know, Susie from high school, I think I referenced, like, if she's not liking <laughs> your photos, who cares? Keep showing up for them and showing them that this is a place where you plan to truly connect. And if you're seeing results, who cares? So this imposter syndrome that comes up and that icky, like not good enough stuff that comes up when we use social media, like we can start to remove that. Like this community, the the Bus Bench Babes and the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast, what we are creating here is a safe space for you to show up and be you. So the judgment, we say, check your ego at the app. It has no place here. And we all need practice with this. We all need to work on this. And the more we do, the more that imposter syndrome, that not feeling good enough is is going to go away. I think a lot of agents out there really want all the likes. And Christy and I have talked about this. I've, you know, we've had some posts out there where I'm like, like I got like two likes and Christy's like, it's not about the likes you're making a connection, but it really sometimes feels like a popularity contest. Like I want to be the popular girl. Like I want to be the cheerleader at school that gets picked to go to the dance. Like I want to be that girl. doesn't matter how old you are. I feel like a lot of times those feelings don't go away even as you get older and it creates social media has this uncanny way of making you feel less than sometimes if you allow it. Mm-hmm. But it isn't about that. It's not always about the likes. The likes so isn't what translates into paychecks for you, mm-hmm. unfortunately. No, and honestly, uh, email lists are what 
turn into paychecks and we're gonna get it sidebar get, that's sidebar. another topic too. sidebar uh don't think that we uh we're not aware of that because it's uh that's the tool uh but the, the social media is absolutely where you start that connection and yeah this this worrying about what other people think of us worrying about likes you know posting photos because we know they're gonna get a bunch of likes what are you doing? You're just wasting your damn time. And, and not, I shouldn't say that, like you're wasting your time if it's not relevant to what you are actually doing or who you're trying to talk to. Right. So post those photos if they make sense, right? But like if, if, they if you're don't, a travel blogger. <laughs> yeah, if you're a travel blogger or post you know, away about the beach. And you can post away about the beach if you're a realtor, if yeah. it's relevant to, to what you're doing, it's relevant to your branding, it's relevant to like who you're serving. Uh, I'm not saying like those pla- those pictures don't have a place, but like, Posting just like, ooh, today I got to go to the beach. I love my life. Like, okay, like that's cool. Like how does this serve me? And how are you creating engagement with that? You're not. No, you are literally using the app to make yourself feel good. And you're literally saying, I got to do this today. This made me feel good. I got a bunch of likes. Now I feel really good. So like if we can try to remove that piece of -hmm. of social media, uh, Instagram especially, like, we can really do big things with this. Really. I, yeah, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Now that now that I've been knee deep into it for a year, I, I wasn't fully convinced right away. When <laughs> so there's probably people listening to this that also aren't fully convinced. No, no. And you're probably still feeling overwhelmed because, you know, I chatted hashtags probably for like five minutes too long. But, <laughs> but the really key takeaway is to show up as yourself identify who your clients are, who you want to serve, and do it authentically and do it consistently. Build relationships. It's all about building relationships with them. Yes. And what other place can you start to build it, you know, that no like trust factor quicker? You know, and in a really, you can reach, you can reach people all over. I mean, not everyone listening is a realtor. We have people in the mortgage business, people that work in different parts of the country. So there are, I mean, there's small businesses, like a lot of, you can really use this app in so many different ways and you can reach people. Minnesota, we can reach people clear across the country, across the world. Yeah. So it's, it's a really, really powerful tool when it's, when it's used effectively. Okay. So now that we talked about getting in the right mindset, we talked too much about hashtags. Uh, <laughs> we talked about what to post, how it can be effective. Let's talk about that big, scary word, algorithm. Okay. Every, like this is the thing that on Instagram people fear. And like really when you are able to make the algorithm work for you, it's a beautiful thing. It truly is. And if is. not, you feel like you've gotten Instagram jail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so really, if you are showing up consistently, if you are using, you know, hashtags that are relevant to what you're doing, uh, and I, that doesn't mean you need to get it right every single time. If you are truly serving the clients that are on your page uh, and you're engaging, the algorithm is going to be your friend. It just is. It's going to work for you. So please don't fear it. We are going to dive into algorithm and hashtags, I promise you, on a, an upcoming show, but I don't want to like fill you up with too much stuff right now. I really just want you to like get on that app, start executing, start sharing you and truly start like building your business even bigger. Okay, Christine, I know one of the big things that like when you and I first started diving into my Instagram, my very first like gut reaction was, oh my God, I'm already like working. Real estate is not a nine to five job. Mm -hmm. It's a 
6 a.m. till midnight type job some weeks, yes. some days. You're working every weekend. Like, how much time do how much time do I have to commit to this? Well, that's a really good question. So my question for you would be, how much time do you want to spend chasing cold online leads? How much time do you want to spend door knocking? How much time do you want to spend begging people for your for business? So like really honestly, if we were to just like trade time for time, you could spend an hour a week on Instagram and do it consistently and you're going to see results. I would go out on a limb and say a lot quicker. So um, I don't know how you don't have time right now in your business to do this. So basically carve out the time, make the time and do it. So these old processes, and, and I do understand that door knocking works. Like, please don't think that we don't understand that if you put your face on a bus bench, you're going to get recognized. You could get business from it. We're not clueless. We know postcards in the mail, they can work. Like we're just simply saying there is another way and possibly a better way to do it and possibly a better way place to put your dollars, right? To see more profits from it. So my question for you would be, can you pause any of that stuff? Like, or you can. Will you pause? Will you pause chasing cold online leads? Will you pause door knocking? Will you pause this like grind, grind, grind for an hour to a week and focus on your social media? And the answer is hopefully yes. So I don't want to this to come across like super harsh. Uh, really, we are cheering you on. I just want to see you on that app. I want to see you using this for your business. And I want to see you stop like stop wasting your time and stop wasting your dollars. Like use these resources and tools that you have right at your fingertips that you can start doing today because time is precious, right? Time is money. Time is everything. I value my time more than anything else, more than money, more than anything else in my life. Time with my daughter, time with my family. So what if you could buy some of that back by utilizing these free tools, right? I don't and think people even think about it that way. I, I don't I, I, I don't think they do either. I, mean, I didn't initially. Yeah, so how much like are you willing to sacrifice before you finally say, okay, like I need to do this, right? <laughs> like I need to do this. Like let's let's jump on board and, and let's do this. Well, and you don't, maybe you don't like, do you even really know on what you're missing out on if you're not utilizing this app, this free app that's just sitting there begging to be used? Like you don't probably don't even know what you don't know at this point. No, and and you could be running a I don't even know what would the numbers be like a giant a 50 million dollar a year volume team. OK, you could be running a 50 million dollar a year team and doing great and killing it. And think I don't need Instagram or I don't need to execute at this level or I don't need to share any sort of warm stuff on there. We just share real estate. Really? Because my question to you, would, would you be making 75, 100 million dollars a year if you were? The answer is yes. The answer oh, is yeah. absolutely yes. So. It really depends on when you're kind of like willing to do it and if you're sort of willing to accept that that's this is the place where we can really start. How could you not be like digging into Instagram? Like I know personally for my business, the connections that I'm making with people that I don't even know that have become new friends. I feel like this this is something that I've always wanted in my business. I always have said since the beginning of time, since before social media was even a thing, I always have said clients that become friends like makes me feel like like I'm winning. Like I have just won the lottery if I have clients that become friends. And now with platforms like Instagram, 
it's a no-brainer. It's just the whole app is designed, if I'm utilizing it properly, to do just that. And yet, do I still have to do the work? Of course I still have to do the work. But this tool is just an enhancement to help me get there faster and for people to get to know me on a deeper level other than just the girl that sells real estate. They know about my husband. They know about our pets. They they know about like some of my insecurities and fears. And yeah, they know I'm a girl that struggled with my weight. And I maybe talk like a foul mouth sailor from here to there. But you know, <laughs> like people, people are finding things that they're like, oh my gosh, I'm a foul mouth sailor too every once in a while. I really could uh really could be a girl that could go get coffee with Beth. It's just such an amazing tool. It really, truly is. And I love that you said, like, I could go get coffee with Beth because you find your people, right? We find our people that way. And we truly can create, like, we've created a place where we all feel welcome. And I just, I think it's a really special place to do it. I really, really do. So we just laid it all out for you. Why you should be on Instagram, a little bit of a deeper dive. What do you think? Hit us up in our comments so we know like where you're at with it and let us celebrate those wins with you. We are super excited to be on this journey with you and cannot wait to cheer you on. So until next time, remember to keep your face off a bus bench and keep celebrating the badass boss babe that you are. Okay, girls, are you feeling as inspired as we are? We're over here cheering you on because you just finished another episode of the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast. If you want more, head over to girlgetyourfaceoffabusbench.com for show notes and more episodes. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star review. They mean the world to us and they're what keep us going. Girl, thanks for being here.